What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am so glad you're here. I have a really great treat for you today. We're going to have so much fun. I have Gail and Christina here, and they are the amazing women of Midlife Moxie. Now, I was on their podcast, had an amazing time. So I'm like, come on, guys, you guys got to come on mine because their uh, podcast is really fun. So it's all about midlife women making this one of the best season of their lives. And they are creating a community where women can share their experiences, support one another, and walk through the this season of midlife together, right? So Gail has been working with helping women over 27 years, helping them look their best, but she's also expanded that. So she's now doing a social media reels and Zoom, showing people how to show up and like really grow their brand. And then Christina is the CEO of Consistent Clarity Coaching, and she um, takes immense pride in helping fellow female entrepreneurs from restless startups to full grown over the top success stories. And I am so happy that you guys are with me on Straight Talk. How are you? Welcome. Thanks for having us, Nina. <laughs> so fun. Yay. If you guys do not listen to Midlife Moxie, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go ahead and do that. All right. And I'm going to make sure I, I link all of their info below, but let's get started. So we'll start, Gail, we'll start with you since you're like directly on the side of me here. Um, Gail, tell us a little bit about yourself and like, um, you know, why Midlife Moxie? Gosh, I, there's so many reasons why I'm Midlife Moxie, but a little bit of the backstory for me is growing up, I was a little bit insecure. And my mom's were, my mom was a very much a realist type person. And I remember her saying to me one time, yeah, you're not the prettiest, you're not the ugliest, you're average. And that really stuck with me. And so when it came to getting married and came to, you know, my adult life, I chose average. I married someone who was average and that didn't work out very well. And I dropped out of college during that marriage because I became pregnant earlier than we wanted to have children. And so I spent my adult formative years in a bad marriage and I kind of had everything that was about me pushed back. Um, he really critiqued me. He really did a number on me. And you add that to my insecurity that was already there from my, um, my mom's just very realistic upbringing of things. And I was not fulfilled. I was not living a fulfilled life in any way. But you know, you go on, you make the best of it. And that's what I told myself, you know, you've made your bed, you gotta lie in it. That's that's just the way it is, Gail. You know, those realistic parents growing up. But after my divorce and I dated just a little while, found the man I should be with, and I wanted to grow and I felt like growing, but I had children. And you know, when we have children, they have to come first. So they came first for a very long time. I mean, I worked my career around them. We did everything around them. And now they're grown. And as they become to, as they came to need me less, let's say that. And um, my youngest was through with his homeschooling journey. I found I had this freedom. I had more time. I had more money. I, I just had more awareness of myself because, you know, you're always looking at the kids, the kids, how are the kids? You're not thinking about how are you? And so I thought, man, this is really a time for me to make up for lost time to figure out who I really am as an adult woman and what I want the rest of my life to look like. And thankfully I have a husband who very much is into growth and development and always making things better. So he's along for the ride. 
Yeah, that's good. I'm glad because when you first started and saying I married someone who was average, I'm like, is he still a, he married to you? Because he's going to not like this interview. Yeah, my husband is awesome. above average. Above. All right, girl. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, how about you, Christine? What's up with you? Why midlife moxie? Why, you know, what's your story behind all of this? Oh, well, you know, Gail and I met uh, a year ago. Um, we never knew each other prior to, to a year ago. And we became friends because I messaged her and said, I think I could learn a lot from you. I want to be your friend. And I have done this in the past with people. And people were like, you know, they just shine you on. They're like, yeah, 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 whatever. Oh, I'll get back to you. But she didn't. She was just on it. And I think she was just in a, a point in her life where she could you know, receive that. And I was at the point in my life where I could receive that, you know, and it was a beautiful beginning because we just had so much in common. So we started to talk and we started to work together and things just started to develop because she's a, a little bit older than I am. So <laughs> Jeez, Louise, just going there right out of the gate, aren't we? and the wisdom and you know I don't know about you Nina but I really find that when somebody has you know a little bit more knowledge a little bit more wisdom has walked things that you are kind of in the middle of it's just really great to like link arms and say hey can I lean on you and she was that person and we just got to talking about you know me feeling hot all the time you know my son had just you know left and um, just kind of in this season of taking care of my dad and she had taken care of her mom and we just had a lot in common. And so out of that birth, hey, this midlife talk that we keep talking about. Mm. And she came to me one day and she said, we should do a podcast. And I said, oh my gosh, we should totally do a podcast because she had been thinking about it. And people were thinking, you know, they were telling me like, you have a lot to give, like go and do something more. Right, right. And, and that's what kind of birthed us. It was just this honest conversation about where we were at in midlife. And I will tell you, I didn't even think I was in midlife. You know, like, you don't really realize that you're there. Newsflash. Until, <laughs> until somebody says, you know. <laughs> and when you're in it, you wanna, you wanna uh, inform the others, girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you, you are <laughs> in it with me, get over yourself. <laughs> And that was what, that's what birthed that's our friendship. Funny. And I'm like Moxie. But you know what else to that, Nina, I want to add is that the thing Christina did, reaching out to me, wanting to make a new friend, is something I've been preaching about, especially for midlife women, because the other part of my story is that, you know, I was talking about friends in midlife, and they were sharing a lot of the same complaints. Yeah. And one thing I've heard people say is loneliness. Because your friends groups kind of change in this season as you're yeah. children are grown, you're not at the school all the time, you're not at Boy Scouts and baseball. And I had been preaching, you know, we're big girls, we need to use our words and ask for what we want. So when Christina asked for that, I'm like, oh, this is my girl. This is my girl right here because she did that and no one else has ever done that. So we were instantly connected in that way, that authenticity. And I think that's part of our relationship because Nina, something you might not know is we have yet to meet in person. 
I was just going to ask you that. Like, so then how did that develop? Right. Because, um, do you, I, I was going to ask if you guys live nearby, but I'm assuming that you don't. No. Okay, good. Well, that was so, far away as you can to still be in the United States. Yeah. It could only be further if she were in Washington and I was in Florida. I'm in South Carolina and she's in California. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. You're in literally like, like <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Right. Because it, well, it shows a couple things and it shows the power of women, mm -hmm. right? To be able to, to reach out to one another and link arms and, and connect. It also shows this new power of this social media or this, you know, this way of connecting virtually, because I'm sure you guys really do feel like authentic friends and you've never met, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, That's right. so fascinating. Yeah, oh, I yeah, thought you just knew. I'm involved, you know, I know her children's stories. Um, I give shout outs to Big Kev regularly. Um, you know, it's uh, social media gets a bad rap. Yeah. And I think that's unfortunate because I think used properly and in the hands of the right people, you can develop relationships because Christine and I are extremely close. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I have other relationships that are the same way. And I, if it weren't for this, how would we have got through COVID? I would have lost my mind more than I have. <laughs> right. right. But you, you know, you made a good point though. You said in the right hands, used by the right people. Right. And I think that that's why it gets a bad rap, because um, sometimes the things that are toxic or the things that aren't good is what gets the most exposure. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I've noticed I, and I, I did an experiment like, I don't know, maybe like two years ago, whatever, where I put out only positive media and they got one hit, two people, whatever. I put out something negative, hundreds of hits. Wow. Right. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wow, what a what a dip. But I, I decided to still go with the positive. I don't want toxicity in my life. Right. But it was I just did it as an experiment to see what would happen. Something political. That would get a thousand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've already been taken off of Facebook for my political stuff. Half of them, you know, it's, it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. All right. So. So that's how Midlife Moxie was birthed. But then you guys do a lot of other things, too. You're not just doing Midlife Moxie, but I do want to talk about that. So Midlife Moxie, um, I know that it's you guys talking about, you know, the midlife and, and community and women. So how do you decide what women? How do you decide who you want to talk to? Is it somebody that is in midlife or is it just anybody that can come on and talk to that audience? How do you how do you do that? Well, I'll, I'll say this. Typically, we have women on uh, that are in the season of midlife, but they also have some something to give back to the community, whether it be a story, they're an expert, they're a therapist, they're a nurse practitioner. Um, I think we have a doctor coming on pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. So, uh, <laughs> and and it's just about bringing awareness to the midlife space. So that's that's what we look for. And I don't know if everybody has been in the midlife space. Gail, do you remember? Because I I I think I don't know. I can't much. no no no. Our nurse practitioner is not our nurse yeah. practitioner. She's a women's health nurse practitioner, but I've known her since she was 14, 15 years old. And now she's all grown and has this thriving practice. And her passion is kind of what brought her here, her expertise, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. she is, def she does not deliver babies, but she does focus on women's health. And that's new. Awesome. Yeah, and that's, that's a direct great. result of women needing and asking for and demanding better health care. 
you know, instead of just rolling into some, I'm sorry, old plump white man's office and getting told to bad you pee down your leg, you know, that just wasn't working for women. And who's going to talk to him about their dry vagina, you know? <laughs> That's how she got on. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. You got to talk about it, Nina. <laughs> this is why I had them on here, guys. This is why I had them on here. They are. Okay. Imagine what the podcast is like. <laughs> exactly. It is fun. I listen Good to your podcast. It is you know, a lot of fun. Nina, I think, too, the main things we look for, you know, you're going to inspire. You're going to educate. You're going to entertain. And we like to tell stories. We like to do um, we like to dive into topics where we feel like people aren't getting all the information because again, that's part of how this came about. We felt like, okay, I'm having this problem. Why is nobody talking about it on the right. If you look at television, your commercials are for erectile dysfunction, <laughs> prostate problems. You know, when I saw a commercial for, you know, dry vagina or pelvic prolapse or, right. Right. I'm postmenopause, but my boobs still hurt. When's the last time you're seeing anybody talking about this on a talk show or anything? Right. You know, the men have really gotten the attention of the medical community and, you know, media. And we were over here just thinking, what the hell? Oh, or can we curse on this show? Sorry. Yeah. You already done did. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> We are good. <laughs> we felt like women. We rolled into this midlife season. This is this was a critical part too. We didn't mention woefully unprepared, Nina. Okay. Woefully unprepared. Yeah. The generation before us, our moms, the boomers, they didn't really talk about this. I was stuff. just gonna say that. That's true. And especially the the generation before that, you know, it's gotten a little better. But you know, my mom gave me a book from. A collection of books from Kotex and said, here you go. And she never admitted to having sex in her entire life. <laughs> Went to her grave never having had even a pap smear. So oh, health wow. was not, uh, you know, top of mind. Wow. And when that happens, another generation rolls in unprepared. And we said, enough. Yeah, you yeah. Know, there's enough resources out here. We can get ourselves educated. We can share this information. And we can change things for the next generations. And so we bring on people that will have those real conversations about what's really going on with our bodies, our hearts, and our minds even. Um, so that's kind of the criteria. But big news, we are going to allow a couple of men on the show. That's been a uh, – yeah. haven't right. done that yet, but it's coming. <laughs> yes, it's coming. We have – special a special guest and he was so excited he was like i'm the first and we were like yes you're gonna be the first you give him a quiz <laughs> i should i don't know i think they should wait what do you think okay let's give him a clue i'm just gonna say every woman needs a gay best friend right <laughs> we're gonna talk about that all right. That's so all of it. And then the other man who's coming on is a little bit high profile, but that's why we're so excited. We're coming, hey, because we reached out and they said yes on a very important oh, that's, that's exciting. That's and exciting. So we're glad that we're willing to partner with us. And that's another part of Midlife Moxie. And yeah. I do want to get this out there before we move on to what we do individually. We are a community of movement, a lifestyle. We're more than just a podcast. And we want to have relationships with our listeners and we want them to have relationships with each other. 
Mm-hmm. And we need each other. We need yeah. each other for community, but we also need each other to join together and be a force that retailers and the medical system can no longer deny mm-hmm. and put it as second or third rate. So I just want to make that really clear that this is just way more than a podcast. Yeah. How, how did you guys find, um, you know, this, this um, adventure of starting a podcast? Have you found it to be very rewarding? Did you find it to be very challenging? Like, because, um, you know, I, I coach women sometimes with podcasting because they, they get so scared about going on and, and being on a mic and whatever. And I'm like, stop being afraid. Just do it afraid. Right. Um, but how have you guys found that? Because you guys are pretty much babies in this. Right. Like, what is it? A year? Right. <laughs> yeah, no, seven months. Yeah, seven months. Seven months. OK, so tell me about that experience. Like I've been doing this for like four years now, but tell me about your experience. Oh, my gosh. We, we just, <laughs> it's so funny because we were like, we don't really know what we're doing, but it doesn't matter. We're just going to start pressing buttons everywhere. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we turned on Riverside and start pressing buttons. People are so impressed. Yeah, legit. That's how that's how it was. And you can hear the difference in quality from like the first episode to where we're at today. Yeah, it's it's hilarious because even our questions have gotten better and, you know, just how we flow with each other. Um, But we had no idea. Like we had no idea. We were just like, okay, well, we listen to podcasts. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I mean, uh, for us too, the technical part has been the challenges because we knew nothing about these microphones. And we'd been on video some with our other businesses. So we were a little bit used to some of that technology. But here's the funny thing when we hit record, I think Christina will agree that's probably the easiest thing we do all week. Yes. It's natural. Um, for the longest time, we never even wrote down any questions or really planned out the episode. We knew kind of what we wanted to cover, and we just spitballed it. And here goes Ranger. Ranger appears in most episodes. We just kind of accept it. Christina's dog will snore in a minute. But that's the beauty of podcasting. When it's right, I think it feels almost effortless. The editing, the the, the tech and trying to get it all hooked up. That's what was challenging to us, not the talking. We can talk the pain off the wall, can't we, Christina? (laughs) We can. You know, the fun thing is, is that when you're not good at something like the editing or whatever, you find someone who is and you keep it moving. You know, I have an editing team as well. They do all because I'm not I don't have time. You know, Um, but one thing I found in the beginning, I used to have scripted questions. I didn't like it. I I sounded too robotic. Like when I go back to listen, I'm like, I don't like that. I wasn't paying attention to what Gail was saying because I'm looking at the next question. And I said, I got to stop doing that. So I did. And that's why it's called straight talk because now we just come on and whatever comes out of our mouths just comes out of our mouths. Curvy talk, crazy talk. (laughs) Crooked dog. (laughs) It's the best way though. I think it makes us really have an authentic conversation and get to know all, you know, get to know each other in a real way, as opposed to thinking, okay, I got to ask Gil the next, you know, the next important question or, or Christine said this question. So I have to make sure this, I hate that. And you, and you know that too, like when you're watching an interview or listening to, you can hear that the, the, the host did not listen to the answer or to the to the thing that was being stated because they go on to something completely different. You're like, that was not a good transition, right? Anyways, so, we throw the questions in the trash can about midway. We're like, yeah, exactly. We definitely have a, like a starting point and yeah. then all of a sudden, it, you know, as you know, 
the interview, the conversation, it just takes life of its of its own. You know, it starts yeah. to formulate, and then we just kind of go for it. You know, so yeah. The question we do pre-screen. Yeah, we do, and we know yeah. the basic story that we're that this person brings to the table. We, yeah. we do go in with that, but other than that, we do want it to be very natural and free flowing. And yeah. if you've ever listened to some of the podcasts, it's question answer, question answer, yeah. cadence. And we form this. I, Christina, may not agree, but I always say this because in my mind, we were like an old. 1980s morning show on the radio where it was a little bit chaotic the sound was a little bit crazy people are right. in the microphone we're falling out of our chairs laughing and that's <laughs> our vision and we actually had an editor who wanted to clean us up you know what is right, it right. we're like, no, no, no. you don't understand we want to be a little bit gritty a little bit just yeah not real that's yeah. what we were looking for and, yeah, and also like to to go to the midlife space, right? I mean, as Gail was saying, in the 80s, there were fun talk shows or radio shows that you would listen to, listen to in the morning. And we wanted to bring that vibe because it's what people can relate to, like yeah. in the podcasting world. So I, it just, it goes along with our brand. That's, yeah. yeah. We and want I want people to tune in and say, what in the world are they going to say today? Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Yeah, I know. That's why I listen to. I listen to your podcast because of that. Because you guys come out with a question. I'm like, okay, and she went there. Okay, let's do it. It is so fun. So fun. But I want to talk to you guys also about all this great stuff that you guys are doing, you know, on the side of Midlife Moxie, right? Because, I mean, it's Midlife Moxie, but there's also what you're doing. So, Christina, this time I'll start with you because I know that last time me and you spoke um, we were talking about how you are into coaching. You're you're into what is it? Consistent clarity coaching, right? Um, so tell me a little bit about that and, and what you're doing there with your coaching. Well, it was actually birthed out of the 14 years I had been in, or I still am in a another company. And you know, after we had spoke, you know, the first time you had really planted a seed. You said, Christina, you could do this. And I thought, mm, I don't know, maybe. I don't know if that's the direction I want to go. And, you know, I was in a season where I was just trying to figure things out. You know, I had I had been taking care of my dad and then I lost my dad. And, you know, when, when you have a big thing happen in your life, mm-hmm. um, y- you really redefine what you want for your life. And, and where you want to go. And so that's what birthed, you know, consistent clarity coaching. It was just like, I don't want to keep doing what I've been doing because I feel like I have so much more to give people. And I want people to want what I have, not me try to pull you along. And I just found that people want what I have. They, they love to be clear on where they're going because you know, you're a coach too, Nina. And the thing is, is that I love giving a, a new business owner, a blueprint to say, Hey, like, this is the, this is the path that you want to run on. And I love seeing that seasoned, you know, entrepreneur who's like, Hey, I'm kind of stuck. I don't see my blind spots and I'm ready to go to the next level. And then I love seeing that entrepreneur that is like, 
dude, I'm ready to get out of my business. So how do I, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, um, how do I, you know, multiply myself? You know, what does that look like? And so I just have found that it's just super rewarding. Like I get so much joy out of somebody getting excited about their actionable items. Like they finish their actionable items and they're like, Christina, oh my gosh, I did this. And I'm like, yay, you know, and they're seeing movement. I just love that. I love yeah. that. So. Yeah. And you have to go, I think you have to go through that season in life, right? Ladies, like you have to go through that season where you don't know what you want and you don't know where you are because that's what gives you like your blueprint and that's how you help someone else, right? It's, it's hard to um, help people through things you haven't experienced fully, you know, not that you have to, but it just, it just helps. Yeah. You know, it helps when you're in that place of I've been doing this career for a long time. <clears throat> I feel a little monotonous now. I have to change up. And until and, and unless you start doing the self-work yourself, it's extremely hard to help someone else. But once you do it and you're like, ah, I know I did A, B, C, D. OK, now let me help you with this. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. even more rewarding when you they actually do it. Like if they come to you for coaching and then they're actually doing the work now, you're like, this is awesome. Yes. Yes. Because I've I've had to turn women down. Like, okay, mm -hmm. you're not ready for Nina. You're just not ready for me. Yeah. Because I'm gonna make you accountable. I'm gonna hold you to it. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Like we talked about this, um, and we'll try that for a little bit. But if I see you're still not doing it, I don't want to fail you as a coach. Right. And I don't want you to think I failed you because you're not doing the work. So right. then I just think, you know, this isn't working. And I feel like we have to be chasing what we love i mean as coaches or as women who are pouring into other women because if we're only chasing the dollars and cents we are going to take on everybody and then we are going to really like not make any impact any impact at all so i'm well, very proud of you for stepping oh, out and doing that very thank proud you. well i i love that you um i love that you said that because i um I'm really big on not just taking anybody. I really yeah. have to ask the questions. Are you ready to do the work? Are right. you ready to take responsibility? If you're not ready to take responsibility, then you know you, you don't need me because again, like you said, I'm gonna fail you. And right. I'm not here to just waste your time or your money. Right. I want this to be a win, absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good for you. Yay. Yeah. A lot has changed. A lot has changed. Yeah. Now that is exciting. And Gail, I know you, I mean, I, first of all, when I read your, when I read it, when I was reading your bio and, and I, um, and I was reading about how you're helping women with, um, like their uh, social media and their reels and their zoom and all of that and how to grow their brand. I, I was like, yeah, all day. That's you all day. Cause I, I'm constantly watching your reels and stuff and dying. They're so good. So tell me about that. What got you into that? Like, how did you, how well, did you? Well, it's interesting that? because I think as Christine and I expanded our reach and became more visible, both of us started having people say, um, you need to this, you need yeah. to that in ways that were affirming, not people trying to talk us into anything. Right. People start to see skills that, you know, when you're locked into doing one thing for a very long time, yeah. sometimes you don't realize all the skills you've acquired over time oh, and the other ways that those can be used. And as we had to pivot going into COVID, we sharpened some other skills um, using video, using um, 
social media in ways that we're not used to for in our own business. Mm-hmm. And we've seen other women have to utilize those tools. And especially if you're in midlife, that felt a little overwhelming at times. Mm-hmm. But once I realized I have a voice for a 55 year old woman, and I have an audience of people that want to hear what I have to say, then that was very empowering. And I started to see that I could use that as a tool. And if I'm using this as a tool, other women can use this as a tool. But those of us in our age group did not grow up with all this technology. We didn't grow up taking selfies in the delivery room. That's not who we are. You know, so it's very intimidating for a lot of women and people. I kept seeing people who needed help. In fact, because of a lot of what I do is visual, I see people who need my help every day. And it's funny because Christina will coach me and I, I go shopping for her. It's a funny, we like our trading services literally. Like That's exactly what we do. Trying to talk me off a ledge and I'm over here ordering clothes that are sitting in her home. And <laughs> hey, can you put me together an eye color palette? And hey, what about this? background and we'll get on camera and she moves her office around That's so fun. Yeah. very specific skills yeah. and I realized here's what I thought Nina I thought everybody had the same skills I did yeah hmm. I didn't value the skills that I had or that I had accrued over time and I have a very good eye for color I have an idea of I have a good eye for things that are off like things that are in the background I have a good eye for you know how things look in a camera frame and profile pics and just that visual realm is just, I didn't realize it was a gift. I thought everybody saw what I saw. And when I realized I didn't, then that opened up an entirely new business opportunity because people wanted my help. And there comes a point where you can only give yourself away for free for so long. So that's when I switched into monetizing that side of my business because I had, I'd spent the money to develop myself during the season of COVID um, to, you know, parlay that forward, let's say. So it just opened up new opportunities and I really love it because it does help women just like what Christina does. I help women look better in all ways, on camera, I help them learn how to do reels. But the biggest thing you're doing is giving them confidence. That's one of the biggest things, Dina, is we're giving women confidence to go forward and work their businesses and expand their businesses. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm a consultant versus a coach because I come in and troubleshoot more or less. I target mm-hmm. little holes because a lot of the women I work with have already been coached. They have a business plan. They don't need me for that. They need me to come in and say, uh, this is not quite right on your bio. These pictures don't really work with your brand. Your um, color story is not really aligning with the message you're putting out. Um, like one lady, she did not realize how her on camera persona was not in alignment with her strategy or what she was oh, trying wow. to say and tweaking those little things have just she's just blossomed so i love that part christina's over here giving them this hardcore financial plan and we're just having a lot of fun that's amazing. And, you know, you talked about a, a lot of things there, right? Like building confidence, just stepping out and doing what, you know, what you um, wanted to do and monetizing it, right? Like, I think one of the struggles that a lot of women have, I don't know about men because I'm not a man, but for a lot of women that I speak to have is learning their worth and knowing that they can monetize this. We also forget how much we know, how much we know. And the same thing, Gail, happened to me, like, you know, 
but doesn't everybody know this? I think everybody knows this. And then you realize, no, actually they don't. Right. right? And that is your, that's your key. That's your gold right there. Um, and I think that women need to realize that they have a lot more to offer than they think they do. It's really good to sit and self-reflect. And I also love that you guys pointed out uh, pouring into yourself, like investing in you. Right. It was something when I used to have this old poverty mentality many, many moons ago, I never I would always if it was buying something that I wanted, I had no problem with that. But if it was educating myself and the ticket price was too high, I was like, eh, you know, what the difficulty for me was over the years, Christine and I both paid for a lot of training and different kinds of mentor situations and what was difficult for me was I had spent money on things that did not pay off for me in any right right and I'm like that is so frustrating to me and as we came into this Christina was very quick to say mm, I know my worth is around prices and I'm like I don't know if I'm worth that I don't know I'll just I get really um I guess I'm just a little slower to come around to that and now she's a boss at it let let me just be clear she knows her worth now <laughs> you know i'm that person that i just get i don't want to ever have anybody say it wasn't worth it because i have experienced that i the the thing i paid the most for i think in my career was such a waste of my time and money um, that just sits with me and i never want to be that person so i tend to give way more value than the cost just because of my experience yeah. Mm -hmm. And we've been doing that for a very long time and there've been highs and lows and, you know, that investment in ourselves, there were times it really did pay off and it wasn't always the biggest investments that we made. It was just the right person. And yeah. so I'm like, you Nina. I want people to work with the right person. Mm -hmm. And I also want women to understand the tools that are available to them. They can't sleep on social media. You just have to get involved in this. You cannot sleep on this opportunity because when else have we been able to grab a microphone do a reel and be seen by 5,000 people with our message, yeah. our product or our service. Right. I mean, come yeah. on, ladies. Um, yeah. I know that wasn't Christina Mont's history. That's yeah. amazing. So, you know, because you, you said all of that, I do want you guys to end with giving us your info, right? Because first of all, I want to thank you guys for being on Straight Talk because I love having conversations with real people who are out there doing the thing. Like, I love this, right? So, um, Gail, again, since you're right next to me, why don't we start with you? And what I want is, well, Midlife Moxie, of course, but I want also what you do and how people can reach you. And then we'll go right to Christina who can do the same. So please go right ahead. Well, Midlife Moxie, we have a lot of ways for you to connect. Of course, there's the podcast where you consume your podcast material. You should be able to find us. And we're really excited because on Apple, we're like comparing towards the front when you put in the word midlife. So you should be able to find us easily. And we have midlifemoxie.net, which is our website. There you can read our blog, sign up for the newsletter, see what's kind of going on. We have a Facebook community. And there are people like, oh, Facebook community. No. <laughs> This was created so that we could have that two-way dialogue with you guys, our listeners, and you could connect and form community with one another. So it really is a valuable resource. And our email, podcast at gmail.com. And also on the website, you can see some of our brand partners. And I kind of cut off on that earlier. I want to be clear that the people that come on our show, most of these people we're partnering with, they're going to come back again, or they're writing a blog, or they're going to appear at an event. 
And we love that community of having those experts available. Now, for me personally, my business is Shine Image Consulting, and I don't have a website. I just haven't felt the need to have one. I know people are like, oh my gosh, you got to have a website. No, I don't. I'm a grown-ass woman. I can do what I want to do. My email, gailscott at bellsouth.net, or they find me on Instagram, Gail S. Scott. And if they want to send me a message and just put shine, then I send them a menu of my services and they just order like they're ordering in a restaurant. That's awesome. I love it. Awesome, Gail. Here comes Stacy, girl. She got awesome. her fancy right, Let's go. Down there. We're coming in. Let's go. All right. So, as you heard from Gail, you can find us in all of those places to connect with us at Midlife Moxie. Um, we would love to have you a part of our community as well. We're doing a meetup for the first time. It's going to be on May 19th. So, hopefully, this airs before May 19th. <laughs> you can make that happen. No pressure. No pressure. You can make that happen. Um, so, so May 19th and just go to Eventbrite and it's called Midlife Moxie and um, come and check us out. We, we're looking for more Moxitas. Um, those are our lovelies that we, we um, want to bring into the fold. So come and check us out and then you can find me at consistentclaritycoaching.com and that's my website or just find me on Instagram at one, the number one, Sassy Massey and that's M-A-S-S-E-Y. Awesome. Yes. So make sure that you guys, I think I have some of your um, info, but I want all of this info because I'm going to put it in all the show notes and I will make it happen. I'll make it happen before May 19th. So we'll just work on that this week so you guys can have it. Um, and that way, you know, that way you can uh, really build up your um, get together that you're having um, Eventbrite, right? Yes, so Eventbrite. that's exciting. Ladies, thank you guys so much for being on here, dealing with some of the technical issues. You guys were amazing and I truly appreciate you for real really really appreciate you that was awesome sauce awesome sauce let me just make sure I'm okay I'm on the right book because it, it knocked me out knocked me back you don't know what's going on with this today but guys I want to exactly guys I want to thank you so much for being here with us um I'm going to make sure to, to link all of midlife moxie and and all of their individual information down below on the show notes. If you have any questions for us or anything like that, please go ahead and leave them to me. And also they're gonna, um, they gave you their email, so go ahead and email them to work with them and expand your brand because they are doing their thing. So this is Midlife Moxie here on Straight Talk, no sugar added. Make sure that you like, subscribe, share all that great stuff. You guys know the deal. This is Nina Perez, this is Straight Talk, no sugar added. Until next time. Broadcast is brought to you by Winject Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there.